Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. Hello, and welcome to episode number 322 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be back in your earbuds again this week. And I'm really excited about today's episode. I know I say that every week whatever, so sue me. But I'm really excited today because I love taking any opportunity I can to smash the patriarchy. So let's get going. In today's episode, I'm going to go through the four most common arbitrary dating rules that I find a lot of women follow that are actually complete patriarchal nonsense. And whether or not you follow the rules that I'm going to talk about or that I'm going to debunk here in today's episode... I want you to just kind of check in with yourself, especially as you're dating, as you're on the apps, as you're texting or seeing people or whatever, and just notice when you're deciding to do something or not to do something, whose rule book are you ascribing to? Is it yours? Are you following a rule that your friend said or a family member said, or is it part of just like a larger societal norm that just seems to be like, well, this is just how it is. And then what I want you to do is I want you to do a gut check and ask yourself, well, does this role actually work for me? Does it get me to where I want to go? And this is the first step in embodied dating because in embodied, when you're not embodied dating, then you are dating based on these arbitrary rules. And a lot of the rules are based in patriarchal nonsense. Some rules, maybe not, but I think a lot of dating rules are. And when you are dating based on arbitrary rules, like, oh, I have to wait three hours, or I can't do this, or I have to say this, or I can't be too much, or whatever it is, then, you know, we're going to talk about this more as we break down some of those rules that I want to talk about. But ultimately, you are disempowering yourself. And you're not really checking in with what you need, and what you feel, and what you want. 
And when that really isn't super present for you in dating, then it's going to be really hard for you to find the kind of relationship that you want. I think that if you ascribe to all of these arbitrary dating rules, you'll probably have a really easy, I shouldn't say easy, but you'll probably have an easier time going on lots of dates, maybe having sex if that's what you want. And if that's what you want, that's great. But I think for most women listening to this podcast, you want something more, you want something, you know, a long term relationship, you want a healthy relationship, you want a deep love, a deep connection, intimacy, all of those kinds of things. And all of these rules have that I find so many women arbitrary follow, just have nothing to do with that. And so embodied dating requires you to stop and ask yourself, well, what do I need? What do I think? What do I feel? And how can I get that? Sometimes it does mean taking a specific action and sometimes taking that specific action, like sharing how you feel, for example, or initiating the DTR, which is to find the relationship talk. A lot of fear comes up, a lot of insecurities come up. So then there is inner work to do. So embodied dating is really the, the merging of inner and outer work and really using the signals that you get, the wisdom that you get from your body to figure out what you need to do and what feels right, what's a red flag, what's important to you, what's not important to you, all that kind of stuff in dating and relationships. So before we get into the four most common rules that I'm going to talk about in today's episode, I just want to let you know that the beta round for my new experience in body dating has closed and the next cohort will open up in October. So I was just going to have a waiting list up where you could go and sign up if you wanted to, you know, be the first to know when the October cohort opens. But instead of doing that, uh, what I'm actually going to do is back in June, I taught a mini version of embodied dating. So you can actually go to veronicagrant.com forward slash embodied dating and purchase that right now. It's only 99 bucks. And that's going to give you the overarching framework of embodied dating so that you can start practicing some of these things I'm going to talk about in today's episode right now. And that might be all you need. Or if you take the mini course, and you're like, wow, that was really helpful. And also I want to go deeper and I want coaching with Veronica and I want to ask her questions and I want the community and all that kind of stuff. Then you can upgrade and you can just roll your $99 investment into the full version of embodied dating. So you don't have to double pay if you decide you want to do it in October. So it can be a really wonderful way to test drive this framework that I teach. And also it can just be a way for you to get started right now so that if dating just feels like, oh, or if you want to start dating, but it also just feels like daunting or scary or just, you know, something along those lines, then this can be enough to get you over the edge to start doing some work And then you can reassess in October if, you know, the mini course of embodied dating was all you need, or if you want to do the full live experience with me. So again, the link to sign up for the mini course on embodied dating is veronicagrant.com forward slash embodied dating. And just to be clear, it's all on demand. It is the recordings of the live version that I taught back in June. So you can watch the recordings and I think they're really good. People got a lot out of it. All right, so let's get into the four arbitrary rules. And here is the first one, and this one drives me bonkers. That is let him initiate, right? So this comes from the idea that if you initiate, then you might be emasculating him. You might make him feel kind of less than, or you'll be kind of the man or have the masculine energy in the relationship. And I think this is so, so far from the truth. Here's a few reasons why. One, I asked my husband out and we're doing fine. So if nothing else, I'm living proof that it's fine. (laughs) 
But I know I'm also not the only woman on earth who asked a man out first and it turned out fine. So there's lots of examples of, of us. Here's the other issue that I have with this whole idea of letting him initiate. I think that is a breeding ground for really unhealthy or controlling relationships because people who have kind of control issues, and I'm really talking about men here, men who have control issues or narcissistic tendencies or any kind of insecurities or things like that, they do feel like they need to be in control. And so if you let them have the power in the relationship, that's going to go well for them, but probably less well for you. And then let's say on the other hand, the person actually is a nice person and, you know, relatively emotionally available and all that kind of stuff. Well, they're probably not going to really want to get rejected. And so if you're giving them nothing, no signs or signals that you're interested in them, they might just move on because why would anyone go out of their way to get rejected if you're giving them absolutely nothing or very, very little. The other thing, and this kind of comes into like the whole like dynamics between men and women and feminine masculine energy. And I totally understand that. But I think this comes from a deep misunderstanding of what feminine energy actually is. Feminine energy is not passive. Feminine energy, well, it's a lot of things, actually. Masculine energy is pretty static. Like it's, it's just really a structure. Like if you think about the river, like the masculine energy is the structure of the river. So like the banks of the river makes up the masculine energy, but the feminine energy is the water. And think about that. You can have a really thrashing river where like, if you tried to cross it, you might die or you might just have like a very babbling brook that you can just walk through. No problem. And there's everything in between. So feminine energy is super dynamic. It can actually be really powerful. One thing that I like to do is look at the goddesses from various cultures, whether it's India or Greece or, you know, uh, Rome, all those kinds of places. And just look at the different personalities of all of these goddesses. And I think that can really highlight how there's a lot of different personalities or, or archetypes, you could say, of feminine energy. Whereas masculine energy, it's kind of the same. So it's not about being passive at all. And I do think that there is this dynamic of the masculine leading the feminine. I think that can be very true. And I think that can be a really wonderful dynamic in a relationship. But again, it's not passive because the feminine energy is allowing the masculine energy to lead. Do you know what I mean? So there's still like this permission that has to be given and that's privileged and it's pretty powerful. Uh, One example of this, and I know you all are going to laugh at me, but as many of you know, if you're new, you might not know, but I really love The Bachelor. I am like knee deep. I try to watch other dating reality shows and I just can't because like I'm either all the way in or I'm out. I can't just dabble. And so I don't have the energy or the time to like get in as far as I want to in other dating reality shows. So I just, I stick with The Bachelor, whatever. Okay. However, the reason why I'm talking about this is because the current lead or the current bachelorette, her name is Rachel Recchia. She was like, front runner in the most previous bachelor season with Clayton. She is so good at exuding this feminine energy that has also just like a lot of power. Like she's like, yeah, I'll let you court me. I'll let you seduce me. Do you know what I mean? She's so, so good at it. So if you want an example, just watch an episode of her because I just think she was really good with Clayton, which is the bachelor season. Um, The bachelorette season at the time of recording this is still very new, but even in the first episode, I saw some signs of her power coming back alive and well. So that could be a really great example just to watch an episode or two of that, of how you can really be 
in your feminine and also take some power and take some control back so it feels more 50-50. And also, I will just say, if you initiating how you feel, a date, a text exchange, anything like that is too much for the other person, that's all you need to know. (laughs) They were not available for the relationship that you really want. Okay, here is the next rule. This is like a rule slash a myth. There's never like one word that just works for everything that I want to talk about. So this is like a rule slash myth. And that is the walls will come down with the right person. I think this is a half truth or maybe like a quarter truth. It's mostly not true, but there's like a nugget of truth. But I think it's, again, widely misunderstood. It is true that you don't want to be at your most vulnerable with just anyone, right? I talk about with clients building a safety container. What do you need to feel safe so that you can feel more open mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and of course, physically? Are those things in place for that to happen? And if not, do you need to remove yourself or do you need to have conversations, set some boundaries, whatever it is, right? So yeah, it is true that you don't just let everything out, you know, the first time you meet someone because you're quote unquote supposed to be vulnerable. But that's really referring to boundaries, not walls. And and I think when people say this, the walls will come down with the right person. They really are. I mean, they're saying the word walls. And I think that the reference really is to walls and not boundaries. And walls are like, I mean, they're just, I mean, think about it. Like a boundary, you could just like draw a line in the sand. You could still see the other person standing across the line in the sand, but a wall is like a a wall. (laughs) You know, you can't, you can't see through it and you can, you can make a wall as high as you friggin' want to. It's not your partner's job or your potential partner's job to help you heal your stuff. That's your job, right? So yes, you want to have some boundaries. It's not a free for all. You don't just have to like go out and just trust everyone because, you know, you're supposed to be more trusting or you need to work on your trust stuff. You do need to have some boundaries, but walls that allow you to not be vulnerable at all, even a little bit, just so that you can start getting to know someone and build a connection with, that's a problem. And that's your problem. It's not the other person's problem. All right. So you might be wondering, okay, so how does this tie to the patriarchy? So glad you asked. (laughs) Um, That I think this really points to the knight in shining armor kind of thing. Um, Like everything is going on in my life. It sucks. Like I want to feel more secure. I want to feel this. I want to buy a house. I want to go on a vacation. And you're waiting for your knight in shining armor to come rescue you from your life. And I know a lot of you all listening to this podcast um, consider yourself a feminist. I'm definitely a feminist. And I really had to grapple with myself to really like own that, yeah, I kind of did want to be rescued from my life in many ways. I mean, I had a wonderful life. It's not that everything was a shit show before I met Stevie, um, but there was still just part of me that I just really believed. Like if I could just meet someone, everything else would be figured out. And that just goes into the whole patriarchal thing of, the ultimate success, the ultimate goal for women is to be chosen by. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I am man is to find a man, get married, and have babies. And obviously, that's not really true. And it takes a lot of work to completely rid yourself of that. All right, let's go to the third rule that is steeped in patriarchal nonsense. And that is dating is a necessary evil slash you have to deal with all of the bad in order to get to the good. This is steeped in patriarchal nonsense because it is an excuse for bad behavior. Okay, so what I mean by that is a lot of you all write to me and tell me that online dating sucks, there's creepers, there's this, there's that. And I get it. Of course, there are creepers and this and that online. But you know what? They were at church. They were at the bars. They were at other social events. They were at work. All the places that you have met people either other than the apps or before the apps ever existed. So all those people always existed. And I think online dating really, really exacerbated this idea that you just have to weed through all of this shit in order to find the good stuff. And I mean, yes, again, on some level, that is true. You might swipe left a lot. You might delete block conversations a lot. So of course, there is somewhat of a weeding out process. But what I'm really getting at is I think a lot of times people think we just kind of have to deal with this, you know, people are just going to like, talk immediately about sex and want you to send them a full body picture or want to start talking about sex really soon or just want like a texting chain conversation and not actually initiate anything to meet in real life or a date and you just have to deal with it. And that's kind of be further from the truth. I can't overemphasize how short my patience was specifically when I was meeting men online. If there is any kind of inappropriate comments, behavior around sex, or just my appearance or anything along those lines, it was immediately delete block. It was like, do not pass go, do not collect $200 go directly to jail. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't try to reprimand them. I wouldn't try to like, well, you know, I just kind of have to deal with it and like, see where it goes. None of that. It was just, oh, I'm not even going to let this behavior pass, like take up any rent in my, in my brain because I do not have time, patience or energy for it. So yes, is there bad behavior out there? Of course, but you know what? There's bad behavior from men. There's bad behavior from women. There's bad behavior from all kinds of people. And I do think this is more common for women seeking men that you just have to deal with it and, you know, they'll come around or this kind of leads into the whole like myth that's built up in rom-coms that you'll be the one to change them or have them change their ways or make them become emotionally available or whatever. And it's all just BS and it's all a, a huge, huge waste of your time. And the final thing I'll say about this rule slash myth that a lot of women live by is that operating under this, that, you know, you just have to deal with some of the BS. 
this can often really, really provoke your people-pleasing tendencies. So if you do have people-pleasing tendencies, then this can really get you into a space where you're not probably meaning to, to really like be mothering that person or being their coach or their therapist or taking care of them financially or whatever it is. And I don't need to go into all the reasons why that's super messed up and you don't want to be in a relationship like that. But again, it's still just putting the burden on you. It's putting the onus on you that now you have to take care of this person. You're in charge of moving the relationship forward or you have to deal with someone else's bad behavior rather than like a friggin' dang man just taking responsibility for their own life, for their own choices, for their own emotions, for their own money, all that kind of stuff. So again, I wouldn't touch this stuff with a 28 foot pole. So, and this is a really big reason why I created embodied dating. Like if you're feeling that, like, and you've all felt this before. So if you're like, what do you mean wisdom from your body? This is what I'm talking about, right? Like you have felt that cringe. You have felt that, uh, I don't know how I feel about this, or this feels weird, or this feels gross. Sometimes you get a physical feeling in your body. And sometimes it's just like a a feeling you get. You don't necessarily have a physical sensation, but you just kind of know. And this is what embodied dating is all about because when you can sense that and the more in tune you are, you'll be able to sense more subtle and more subtle signals like that. Sensing it is one thing, actually acting upon it is a whole different ball game. and embodied dating talks about both because there's really good reasons <laughs> why you may not uh, follow through on intuition, mostly out of fear, insecurities, blah, blah, blah. But this is a really big reason why embodied dating, I believe, is is so important because the the more you can, you know, delete, block, you know, move on and not waste your time on these types of people that will come into, you know, you will cross paths with because again, we're living on planet Earth and, you know, people with bad behavior and insecurities exist, right? The more you can just ignore that and not even give it a second thought, dating will feel more fun you will also have more time and space for um, available people, the kind of people that you want. And that's what's going to make dating more fruitful for you. Okay, here is the last rule that I want to debunk that is seeped in patriarchal nonsense. And that is relationships are hard slash relationships are a lot of work. This is a half truth. Because Yes, relationships are work. I don't even like using that word work only because it has a connotation of like hard work, I think. But yeah, I, you know what, here's the word for it. Relationships require intentionality, right? My husband and I intentionally sit down to discuss things that are frustrating for us to create agreements to set boundaries to grow the relationship to get closer to work on things in our relationship. So yeah, that is, I guess, quote unquote work, but I wouldn't call it hard. There are hard moments, especially with having a baby more so like the beginning, the first year when sleep was, you know, (laughs) optional, I guess in our house, but I wouldn't define my marriage as hard. And I think that when people do say, well, you know, relationships are hard or relationships are a lot of work. I think what's really true or what's really underneath that is that it's just an excuse for, I'm not really happy. It's not really working, but this is just how they are. Right. So it's like making an excuse for it or giving yourself permission to stay in a kind of crappy situation. Cause I think what happens is, you know, we do see all of these fantastical kind of relationships, you know, on 
TV shows, movies, et cetera, especially like from the rom-coms of the 90s and 2000s. And then we learn, you know, from people like me even, that will say those relationships are not based in reality. They're, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so then people hear that and they're like, oh yeah, so relationships aren't really like that. But then instead of finding somewhere in the middle, they swing all the way to the other end of the pendulum. Like, well, that means relationships are hard. (laughs) And it's like, "Mm, I mean, yeah, there's hard moments and it requires work, but it's not supposed to feel hard. It's not supposed to feel stressful more often than not. The Gotham Institute says that I think they have like a, you know, a rough uh, ratio of how much time in your relationship is spent arguing. And um, he says about 20%. And I think that seems fair, seems reasonable. But I also think that that 20% is also important to think about. It's not just like, okay, it's really, really shitty 20% of the time, but then it's like really great 80% of the time. Because to me, that doesn't feel like a relationship, at least that I'd want to be in, right? I think you can argue in ways that are kind and respectful. You can still be friggin' angry, but that doesn't mean like there's name calling or silent treatment or just totally just like disappearing for however long or, you know, anything, anything like that. And so I think that the thing that, the thing that actually that comes up for me, I hate to have another bachelor reference, but here we go. A few years ago, I don't remember when it was, maybe 2019, there was in Bachelor in Paradise, there was a couple, oh my God, I totally forgot their names. It's Katie Moe, I think. And she's one of like the gorgeous eyes. You'll know what I'm talking about if you saw that season. And then I think it's Chris, the guy who was supposed to be like so old, but he was really only like 33. So whatever. Anyways, they had a pretty toxic relationship, just up and down, hot and cold on the beach. And then they actually stayed together, surprisingly, for I guess at least a few months after the show ended, because then they were on after the final rose talking about it. And they're both just sitting in the armchair talking to Chris Harrison. They're just like, you know, relationships are so hard. And they both just looked absolutely miserable. And they're like, but this is just how it is. You know, I don't know if they literally said that, but that was kind of the that's kind of what the connotation was like, yeah, relationship, this is hard for us right now, but this is how relationships are. They're hard and there are lots of work. And I remember texting with my coach at the time and we were like, oh my God, they need to break up and go to therapy because <laughs> relationships are not supposed to be like that. They're not supposed to be that hard. And I think the reason why this kind of gets wrapped up or why I've, I put this under the category of, you know, patriarchal nonsense is I think any kind of rule that causes you to question how you feel or what you want. Like, oh, maybe I'm asking too much. Like that is just inherently patriarchal because I don't think that men, specifically white men, ask themselves that on a regular basis. Like, wow, do I expect too much? Or am I wanting too much? Like, I just don't think that's a thing. Do you know what I mean? I think that's very much ingrained in girls who become women that, you know, maybe you're asking for too much or maybe your expectations are too high or maybe this, or maybe that. And you're like, oh yeah, maybe... I am too much, or I want too much, or what I want is realistic. And so then we settle for these just beliefs, these rules that we play by that are just complete, utter nonsense. Okay, so I think I made my point there. I hope you like this episode. It was fun to put together. I had a few conversations right in a row with clients where we were just kind of debunking some of these rules that they were playing out. And I was like, I need to say this on my podcast because everyone needs to hear this. So this is really where the inspiration for this episode came from. So I hope you love it. And if you want to let go of these rules or whatever other patriarchal arbitrary rules that you are playing out, 
unconsciously, but hopefully this episode will bring some of that into the conscious so that you can actually begin to change it. I hope you'll consider the Embodied Dating mini course. As soon as you sign up, you get access to the entire thing. It's only 99 bucks. And I take you through my three-part framework to help you make decisions that feel good and true to you. So basically it helps you do what you want. Do you know what I mean? Like if you want to send the text, I'm going to help you send the text. If you want to share how you feel. I'm going to help you do that. And I give you a framework to help you kind of walk through the process on your own. So you can take the necessary action that you need to take, whether it's online or in a new relationship or having a conversation or setting a boundary or whatever it is. And again, that might be all the thing you need. You might go through it and you're like, wow, this totally changed dating and I'm having fun and meeting great people. And that's great. And if you do it and you're like, wow, this is really great. And also I want more. I want to go deeper into the framework with Veronica and I want some coaching with her. Then I, then you can use the $99 investment into the mini workshop and just upgrade into the next round of the embodied dating cohort. Um, If you're listening to this around the time I release this in August, 2022, then that will be October of 2022. And the next cohort will be if you're listening to this after, I don't know exactly when the next cohort will be. But my plan right now is to offer this once a year every fall. Of course, don't hold me to it. Anything can change. But if you do want to learn about the embodied dating mini course right now, all you have to do is go over to veronicagrant.com forward slash embodied dating, and you can read all about it. You can sign up directly from there. And if you have any questions, feel free to get in touch with us at support at veronicagrant.com. All right, my dear, I've got a great coaching episode for you next week. It's all about how to feel like you're worthy of love. And I can't wait for you to listen. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.